saving Shulamit. Another task I had was to look after my little cousin Shulamit. With all the adults busy and working morning and night, and her mother cooking for a whole family, I was the one who could spend time with her. I fed her, took her for walks, played with her, told her stories, and watched her develop. It felt like she was my baby, and I loved her very much. She was speaking well at a very early age, and I was delighted to hear her learn new words so fast. She was always happy being with me and would run into my arms to greet me when I came in. In 1943, as conditions in the ghetto worsened and survival, especially for the children, was even less assured, my Uncle David and my Aunt Mary decided to seek a way to get Shulamit out of the ghetto. Uncle David, as I mentioned, was an expert tailor, and his clients before the war were well-connected. He secretly sent a letter to a friend, a fine Lithuanian man named Jonas Jablonskis, who was a writer and intellectual, and asked if he would be willing to take his child. This action would have been punishable by death if discovered by the German authorities. After a few days had passed, a letter was delivered to Uncle David from Jonas Lablonski's wife, Jadwiga. She wrote that her husband had been arrested by the Soviets before the Germans occupied Lithuania, and she did not know whether he was alive or dead. She had no children and was willing to take Shulamit. My uncle arranged to meet her secretly at his place of work in the city and offered her money for the upkeep of the child. Yadviga refused to take any payment. She wanted only the child. She did make one stipulation. She would return the child only to her parents, not to any other family member, if they survived the war. With great secrecy, arrangements were made to deliver Shulamit to Yadviga. It was a long walk from the ghetto to my uncle's workplace in the city, and the brigade he was in would stop on the way for a short rest under a bunch of trees. One morning in the summer of 1943, my mother gave the two-and-a-half-year-old Shulamit an anesthetic injection, which put her into a deep sleep. Uncle David placed her in a backpack and left for work with his brigade under a guard, as usual. When he arrived at the rest stop, he left the backpack with his daughter inside under a tree and marched away with the group. He turned back and saw someone come and take the bag away, as had been arranged. Later, we received a message. The goods have arrived. Shulamit was safe. I can't imagine what my uncle and aunt were going through, but I know how I felt. I didn't understand it at the time, but I think I fell into a deep depression. I missed her so much and lost the will to do anything. I was constantly thinking about how she woke up from the anesthetic amongst people she did not know, who spoke a language she did not understand. We spoke to her only in Yiddish, and Yadviga spoke Lithuanian. 
I thought of the pain my little girl was experiencing, and my heart was sore. Her adoptive mother gave her a new name, Dalia, which in Lithuanian means fate. On March 27, 1944, while most of the adults were out of the ghetto working, German soldiers arrived with trucks and buses and began a hunt for children and the elderly. This horrible event came to be known as the Kinderaktion, the children's action. Loud and lively music blared from the trucks while babies were torn from the arms of their mothers and thrown into the trucks and buses. Some mothers would not be separated from their children and went together with them to the buses. None of the kids under age 12 who were found hiding in basements, barrels, and behind curtains were spared. Approximately 1,000 children, along with hundreds of the elderly and sick, were either taken and murdered that day or deported to Auschwitz. The anguish and the wailing that went on in the ghetto when the parents came home from work and saw that their children were gone I cannot describe it. I was relieved that our Shulamit had been smuggled out of the ghetto. The brave woman who saved Shulamit, Dalia, was Jadwiga Ne Jakevichute Jablonskienie of Kaunas, Lithuania. In 2000, after our efforts to honor her name, Yad Vashem in Israel recognized her as righteous amongst the nations for saving a Jewish child. The following is Dalia's story as written by her.